0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to yet another episode of Cryptic and Unhinged. I'm your host, Mary-Kate Willis, formerly known as Mary-J-Not-Kate. If you're new here, make sure that before we get into this, you're following my socials. My Instagram is marykatewillis. My TikTok is MK9Unit. My backup is mary j not v 2 because we might lose MK9Unit. And then my other account for this audiogram stuff is Cryptic and Unhinged. And then if you want to watch this video on YouTube, because I do film these, oh my God, I didn't, I'm looking at the viewfinder right now. That's going to be a problem this episode. And the Monstera plant next to me is fucking enormous. Like it's huge. It's crazy. Anyways, yeah. Make sure that you also look up me on YouTube, Mary Jane, not Kate. So that's the gist of it all. I think it's also under Mary Kate Willis. I'm not sure. Yeah, that was the whole spiel. But today we're talking about hot takes. And this is something that like, honestly, was one of my first niches besides me snippeting, stitching, having a really hard time with my words today. So bear with me, stitching videos together to, I guess, like make compilations. That was like the first one hit wonder bullshit. And it wasn't just like a one hit. That was like for a year. My videos would constantly blow up of me posting my private story. Sorry, I keep fixing the volume because I always make it too high by accident or too low. No in between, no happy medium. Not really feeling like Goldilocks lately. More like King Midas, but like the opposite, whatever that is. So, yeah. Then I started posting hot takes when I started gaining more of a following and like shit, I thought about everything because we all know I'm very opinionated and I will die on a hill. I will die on several hills. Like, you will not win in an argument against me. And even if you're right and you have facts to outweigh what I'm saying, I will simply remind you that we live in MK world over in my head over here. And it's just like a fictional reality, it's not real. And sorry, I'm like fixing my grinder because I have to grind up stuff and there's a cat hair in it, but like, it's not real. And I believe in my own silly little delusions. So that's what we're going to do today. I feel like I've asked you guys to tell me about them before, but you know, strain of the day is got this from the Dispo Houseweed and it's called King OG. It's Indica because I'm feeling a little bit stressed out right now. They use the same colors and font as the One Direction 1D World and like the Take Me Home album. It's really throwing me off home is where the weed is. Okay. And then I also bought these birdies plus pre-rolls, which we're probably going to smoke one of these, but I bought them because the ones that I used to buy from them, same fucking packaging. They used to have these little like menthol and grape beads in them, like a menthol camel crush. And you would like pop it when you started smoking and it didn't taste like weed. Like it didn't hurt the throat. It was a much cooler hit. So I was like, oh, wish I had that, but it didn't come with this pack. I was really pissed. Didn't really say it on the website either. Also, clean bong. Hello. This is rare. Never happens. Unheard of. Cleaned it for the first time in a couple months. You don't even want to know the amount of shit that pulled off my bowl. Like the inside of the bowl alone. It was horrific. I think we'll just spark a J to begin. We're going to get really fucking high for this because I feel like being passionate and bantering with myself. Yeah. There's no guest by the way. I was thinking about good guests. I was trying to get a guy from Hinge on here, but I was like, I kind of like being the center of attention and you guys watch the episodes more. I also just have to remember when I'm holding the mic to hold it to my face. Like I have a weird tendency to look everywhere, but the camera, now I'm looking at the fucking viewfinder, but it's only because in my recent episodes, I was like slouching hell and I did not look cute. So I'm trying to like (laughs) be more aware of my posture. Like I just forget that I'm recording this sometimes. You can tell in some of the videos. So, okay. Let's park this J. I don't even know if these are indica or what, or like what is in them. I threw away the wrapper. So I guess we'll just find out. I smoked eight of them already. And I had her for three days. One time my friend gave me a pack of 50 pre-rolls and I smoked all of them in a week. Never underestimate me. The only thing I will say about these is that they burn so quick. This is on my list of things to talk about today. But yeah, I just wrote down a list of 25 fucking things. And I was like, let's just tackle it. Let's just get in there. I was like, I don't even know what hot takes are. i try to look them up at first. Awful. Like, are sloths really as cute as everyone says that they are? I'm like, girl, that is not my audience. And then I just sat there thinking about things that I think that most people wouldn't agree with or would be slightly controversial. This is what I came up with. God, I fucking love weed. Okay. So the first one's actually a story time because I was like, how can I incorporate interesting content besides me just like literally having an argument with myself? Also, everyone thinks these are cigarettes because of how they look, but... It literally has all the weed juices on it, you can tell. It's kind of like how on fake guns they make you put the orange tip on it. Same concept. So, first one was actually something that I came up with in high school. So we're gonna we're gonna build to it, don't worry. I in high school took an intro to psych class because there was AP psych, and I was like, low-key, like I'm in therapy. Like this could I didn't get a beverage today. That might be my biggest L. I have an old coffee, but I'm not fucking doing that. I'll just get caught. I don't wanna get caught in mouth. Okay, hold on one sec. Me my old cop. No one better judge me for this shit. It's not that old, but it's going to keep me from getting like sticky mouth. And you guys are, I don't know. Some people might like that. I personally don't. So yeah, I took a psych class. I took intro to psych because I was like, maybe I could take AP psych. Psych is really hard. No one warns me about that. I've taken intro to psych again in college and it wasn't as easy. I mean, it was easier, but I like the professor more. He's way more engaging than the one that I had in high school. The one I had in high school was chill though. play the guitar. Really sick. Kind of looks like something out of veggie Tales, a little bit. Like if we're really thinking about it, but he was a nice guy, very intelligent, just very monotone. And like any answer that you gave him that like wasn't up to his standard, he'd be like, yes, but no. And then like just reword exactly what you said to the class and you're just like, okay, so I was right, but you just wanted to say it your own way. Cool. So in class, we did all these like weird social experiments because he was like trying to explain to us, it, it honestly was the most helpful learning aspect for me, because I'm very much like a hands-on learner. We've talked about before, I have learning disabilities. So while in his class, we do this one experiment where we all came into class one day and he's like, okay, put yourself in a hypothetical scenario, which we did often. And if everything was legal for the day, like purge, but maybe a little bit less violent, depending on what you want to do, what would you do? Like if there were no laws at all, like just everything shut down, you couldn't be held accountable. You couldn't be arrested write it down on a piece of paper, turn it in. And so I'm like, okay, or not turn it in. He didn't say turn it in. I didn't know that part. And we normally just like kept it at our desk. We He would never read anything we had done out loud thus far. Because I remember that was like a part of why I said this answer. But I just couldn't really think of it. I couldn't really think of anything that was like, what do I want? Like what, what would be – I thought about all this like crazy, you know, like I could – run up my ex's house and stuff. And I was like, no, that's like too much to say in like a high school intro to psych class. So I was like, okay, I would like to do something positive and peaceful for the world. So I write down something shockingly for once. And he ends up collecting all of them. He's like "Pass them forward. I'm like, fuck. But my saving grace was that I didn't write my name on it. So he's reading everyone's and I'm expecting, you know, there's a lot of nice kids in my class. So I'm expecting like good things. The first 20 were rob a bank, rob this, rob rich people, go into a rich people's like estate for a day, like all this crazy stuff. Someone did say hurt someone, like there was some crazy shit. And I was sitting there like, oh no. And he finally gets to mine, and he's reading them all out to the class, and he like raises an eyebrow, laughs, and everyone's like, What? He's like, free all the animals from the zoos. <laughs> some there everyone's dying laughing. A couple of the girls went, aw, but like everyone was laughing and he's even laughing and he's like, who wrote this? And I was like, raising my hand in shame just slowly. And he's like, why? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, I did not expect that to come from you. I was like, honestly, me either. Like, I didn't know that we were like thinking about selfish gain here. And he's like, I didn't specify, but that seems to be where most of the class took it. So what does that say about you? And I was like, Ah, I like the way you think. I'm a good person. Deep down, deep, deep, deep down. You know how Shrek is like, ogres have layers? I think it just like threw ash everywhere. It's like, you know how ogres have layers like onions? That's. I feel like I'm the same way. So that was like my whole hot hot take on that was like, I if I had the opportunity to have unlimited freedom, I feel like I would use it in a way that was beneficial. Like say if I were to have disposable income, I wouldn't need all of that. Like, I don't really understand greed. I mean, I do sometimes. Like, I get possessive over stuff. But that's just like me being a hoarder. And it's usually only things of sentimental value. And sometimes food because I have eating disorder problems. So the next one was (laughs) not just no pineapple on pizza, okay? Like, I am strictly, I've never had it. And I am honestly quite fond of the phrase, don't knock until you try it. So it's pretty hypocritical of me to be out here like, fuck pineapple on pizza. But I'm just here to say, like, I don't really like toppings on pizza in general. Okay? Hot take. I'm a picky ass eater. And I think that just cheese pizza coming from a place that's deemed pizza capital, shout out New Haven, pizza capital of the United States by Mr. Dave Portoy himself, all I'm saying is, it's like, I can fuck with a cheese pizza. You know what I'm saying? Like I love, I don't know. I've always been a big cheese pizza girl. I don't really like pepperoni, not a big, like, I don't really like meat. That's on my list of hot topics to talk about. I don't know if I deleted it or not. No, I deleted my one where I said country music is okay because I was like, I listen to like three country artists, but yeah, I'm not really a big toppings. I'm I'm not really big toppings girl. I don't know if that's like weird about me, but even like with Froyo and stuff, Oh my God, I fucking love Froyo. Fun, actual, horrible story about my local Froyo place. My dad, this is about him, not me. My dad is pretty like tone deaf. I don't, I just don't think he's like socially aware. It's probably where I fucking get it from. I'm not that bad though. I'm like very aware that I'm not that bad. My dad is horrible. And so, but different generation, like sometimes I forget my dad was born in 1956. Like that man was alive and a child when segregation was still a thing in some places. So, I don't know. That's just, like, crazy to me. I just threw the joints on the ground because I am not smoking another one of those fucks. It's literally burning through the fucking thing. It just burned a hole in it. God damn it. And now it smells like shit. I'm just going to put it in the ashtray. It's going to make the ash go fucking put coffee on it. Are you shitting me? Has this ever happened to you? (laughs) Like, someone needs to make a little mini... Dude, I'm inventing that. Someone needs to make a little mini. I only got two drops of coffee on it. I really thought I was being slick with that. A little watering can for your fucking ashtray when it just goes, oh God, I just got coffee all over my laptop. Yeah, I've made a lot of smarter decisions than what I just did there, but desperate times call for desperate measures. Also, hot take, I do not clean my laptop nearly enough as I should. Bitches at schools be sparkling. They're like wiping it off with their sleeve and like... Like, it's glasses in the middle of class. I'm like, Jesus Christ. It's a piece of fucking metal. Like, it's really not that deep. It's really not that deep. Dude, this guy texted me today just to block me again. It's pissing me the fuck off. Piece of shit. I hate men. Like, actually, they're canceled. Okay. So, another one. Yeah. So, the picky eater testimony. Seafood fucking sucks. I fucking hate seafood. Like, let me be the first to say... I fucking hate seafood. I just feel like it's a texture thing for me. And that's like been a part of the problem with me eating certain foods. Is like I really, really don't like the texture of them. Which is weird because it wasn't a thing when I was younger. It's something that's developed as I've gotten older. I don't know why. I am a very strange person. I develop very strange habits. Hold on. I literally... Th- I'm trying to like... Ever try to use a grinder with one hand? Let me put the mic down for a sec. But yeah, anyways. I... So I don't like... Seafood, but here's the thing. I do have exceptions. Like, I'll eat crustaceans. I'm a big crab lover. I love lobster. Some parts of it, not all of it, which, like, are arguably would contribute to the texture thing. I do like shrimp. Mm, I'm trying to think what else. I will eat fried calamari. I fucking love fried calamari. But they're just like, I don't know. Oh, I'll eat, like, imitation crab sushi. But my friends are really trying to get me to eat salmon because apparently, like, if you do not like fish, you should eat salmon. I did go to a dinner that was like surf and turf for my friend last year and at Maestro's. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Maestro's, but it's like it's bougie. It's a nice place. And I got a steak there and this guy was like, you don't like seafood? And I was like, no. And he's like, okay, I'm getting the Chilean sea bass and you're going to try some of it because it's closest to like white meat tasting. Like, do you like chicken? I was like, yeah. And he's like, it tastes like chicken. Like, just think of it that way. Sorry, I'm putting, loading up a chop. By the way, still chopping. Literally, shame me into stopping. I cannot. I have therapy tomorrow, and I don't have to tell my therapist I did not stop yet. I was supposed to be counting. Let's say I'm. God, I've got to be like well over six, seven deep already. Like probably more than that. Let's say seven. This will be my eighth. Okay, so yeah, that was like, I guess. A thing. I tried it. It's not bad. Like I'll eat some fish. I used to like tuna growing up. Like I really liked tuna and I would eat really anything, but it's just like, ah, it's so squishy and it smells like how it tastes. And for whatever reason, that's really off-putting because it's like, just, ugh, it's like sea. Like you can taste the ocean. You know what I mean? I don't know. And I've seen just too many fucking people be in the fucking sea. I can't, I don't want to eat something that comes from that. Like their ocean is fish bee, anyways. Like they're just like literally absorbed in that. And yeah, I guess it cooks out when you fucking heat it up. But it's like somebody's urine touched this. Like, I don't wanna I'm not a big fish girly. Just don't like fish. Okay, let's take a rip. I can't believe we're three deep. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. This also they've been hurting so bad since I cleaned the piece. So Godspeed soldiers. You want send one. Here we go. Girls I used to party with in high school, add this to my list of hot takes. Girls I used to party with in high school are literally getting married and having kids. And I'm still taking chops and trying to fucking graduate college. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, honestly, like I got a cat and that's enough. That's enough responsibility for me. Like, I literally cannot imagine becoming a mother at this age. My older sister was a mom at 19. I think that scared me off from ever coming close to that that worries me. I think if you don't want it, it won't happen. Any little lipstick? Okay. But yeah, that's my thing is like, I feel like also girls who have kids young, like, yes, you look good when you get older, but at the same time, it's like, you miss out on so much and you see all of your single friends, like still doing crazy shit. And you're like, that, that could have been me, but I'm sure a lot of moms feel, you know, the opposite way. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I finished that thought by saying just like, I'm happy to be where I'm at, and I don't know if I could handle any more responsibility right now. Like I would probably spiral unless I was like happily married, like credit to single moms too, young single moms. My sister did that shit. That shit's hard. Like feeling like you have no support, especially because my sister lived far away from home. I feel like it was even harder for her in some ways. Okay. So the next one, and this is a real hot take, but like it's okay to text your ex. Like it is literally so fine. It's not the end of the world. It's not the worst thing you can possibly do. And I don't think it's wrong to seek closure. I think that's really like a natural human desire is to want things to like end the way you want it to. Like you want validation. Humans seek validation. Humans need validation in every sense of the word, the form. And I feel like it's almost hard for people to like, oh my God, it's raining so hard. I feel like it's almost hard for people to move on when they don't get that validation. And when things end really misconstrued and you feel like things weren't communicated properly and it leaves you with a lot of unanswered questions, I don't think it's wrong to seek closure on those questions. But I just want to warn you that you probably won't get them. Like sometimes, if not all times, texting your ex does not lead anywhere good, anywhere productive. Nothing good ever comes from it. But it is fun and it is character building. I will say that it's good for the plot so I can get behind it. But at the end of the day, it's like, how much do you want to put your own dignity and self-respect at risk? Because you go to like seek those answers to those questions too. And sometimes they just genuinely don't have them. Like I grilled one of my exes, like, this is crazy. He's going to kill me for talking about this, but like, whatever. He also kind of loves when I mention him, but... When I was dating a different guy last year, he was like creeping on me, like would ask all of my friends how I was doing. He like showed up at my job. (laughs) He's going to say that's unintentional, but I swear to God, this guy came like three days in a row. Cool. At the same, that makes sense if it was part of his routine. I think I was actually working at different times too. That just makes it worse. I don't know. It felt strange. It was like a sign from the universe. Like I literally asked my ex when I was with him. I was like, I feel like I should text him because I kept hearing all this awful stuff that he wasn't doing well. And he's like, no, (laughs) don't. And I was like, okay. So then when I broke up with my boyfriend, the first person I matched, I downloaded Tinder seven minutes after he left my house. I'm not kidding. And he broke up with me. So it's like a spiral was kind of necessary. First person I matched with was my ex-boyfriend. I am not proud of that at all, but it's like, it was going to happen. So I met up with him and I was seeking that closure because we ended on such a weird note. Like I just kind of stormed out of his place and said, fuck you and left. And he, like, wrote me letters, and I just never kind of gave any contact. Got the, like, Merry Christmas, got a happy birthday here and there. So I, like, ended up going to his house, and we, like, have this whole, oh, he got so mad at me. He's like, you don't need to bring up the past all the time. I'm like, but I, I do. It's, like, relevant. Like, I don't think that's something that I'll ever really get over, which really sucks because the worst part is, is I've always said, like, I don't really think I've had feelings for anyone that I've ever dated before. But the more that I reflect on it, like, I was talking about him in my live the other day, and someone's like, girl... I think you might have liked him. And I think also, you know, back to the whole humans craving validation thing. We've never really like officially, it was more of a situation chip. So it hurt that much worse. I was so sad. But it's like, I don't know. I think seeing him really helped me get over it. Because <laughs> I realized he's still the same motherfucker. Like, yes, things have changed. We're older. Things are different. But like. He is still the same guy. He's doing good things now. He's doing well. So I that's all I could ever wish for him. And I think honestly, it helped me make peace with the situation. Like I think I hold a lot of anger and resentment in. And I think I don't talk about it and I just try to ignore it. But eventually it blows up in my face. And from that whole series of events, I had realized I had stored like all this breakups I had never like coped with. You know, all of them had happened and I just jumped into another relationship. And then I was like, fuck, because I had to process nine different breakups at one time and I just got so like, no wonder why I went on a bender. I was unhinged. Like I could not process the fact that I had just never wanted to be with myself for so long. And I'm fun as hell. When I'm single, I'm fun as hell. I'm so fun to an extent when it gets really dark and stormy, then it gets a little scary. It gets a little scary sometimes, but you know, in moderation, I'm really fun. (laughs) Oh, dry mouth. So yeah, like I just needed to learn. That was like part of it. Learning when you can and can't go out, hot take, you don't always have to go out. If you feel like you are mentally unhinged, you probably should not be drinking, just so you know. Unless it's like for a really valid reason. Like, I don't know. Like, I just got a memory that my, and I posted this on my TikTok, that one of my high school boyfriends got engaged and (laughs) I did in fact get drunk for that event, but that was also during the bender. So it's like, I got hella mucus in the back of my throat right now. Okay. So the next one is dating apps. I'm only five in and we're 25 minutes in. I'm fucked. You guys, I got to move fast. Dating apps should be used to meet people off of not just as a dating game. I hate that it's a trend on TikTok right now that everyone's like, Oh, like I just use it for validation. Like it's not just a game of hot or not. Like, okay, do you, but also at the same time live a little bit. For a woman, it's a bit dangerous. I think there's definitely precautions. You have to take like absolutely making sure that your friends are sharing your location or that you're going with a friend or meeting in a public place. Have I checked all those boxes before? Mm, No, but usually most. Someone always has my location. Do I always have my phone though? Yikes. The next one is (laughs) on that note of phones. Low-key hate phones. Not going to lie, but I love them at the same time. Texting is so overrated. I do not respond to written language voice memos. Was something I wrote down, but like also FaceTime or even just simply fucking calling me. Like, I love when people actually make the effort to like get into contact with me. Like, you swiping up on my fucking Instagram story is not gonna do anything for me. Like, put in a little energy, give it a little. I just feel like, I don't know, like, texting is so fucking boring. Like, I don't wanna sit there and just think of a fucking reply because it just doesn't feel like me. I like to just go what's off the top of the head because if I have to text it, then I have to look at it and then I have to think about it. When it's a voice memo, I can just shoot it off. When you're just FaceTiming me, I can just say what I want. I don't like to think about the consequences of my actions. That's a pretty common theme in my life. I like to fuck shit up. I just don't like to... Me? <laughs> the problem? I don't... That that cannot be right. The next one is Selena Gomez. <laughs> Selena Gomez and Haley Bieber are both equally guilty, but Justin is the Kris Jenner of the situation. Thinking about that, thinking about that a lot. Like you know the saying, the devil works hard, but Kris Jenner works harder. I feel like Justin is low key egging this shit on. Like he's definitely behind the string, the the screens, the screens, the the scenes. Me and the words today, it's not happening. Behind the scenes, like pulling strings left and right. Everyone knows that he's in there fucking shit up. Like. I just don't fuck with him. He has bad energy. Out of all of them, everyone's like, Haley has bad energy. I'm like, no, she was just like a girl who was obsessed with a really hot celebrity. Like, weren't we all obsessed with Justin Bieber at one point? I don't know about following him to the lengths of shit, but I know fangirls and she was just a fangirl. I don't think she's ever denied that, has she? Whatever. If you've seen the Selena Gomez documentary, I feel like they both also too are kind of, they have histories of being interesting people Mm -hmm. Can't really comment. I'm not the perfect person either again, but I think it's so weird that the internet has blown up. Like what could have been an entirely private matter and probably was for like years. And then they just made like a spectacle of it. I would hate that shit. It would make me uncomfortable. So I hope they're both doing well because I would not be. And I hope Justin suffers. Like I honestly hate Justin Bieber. Literally eat a bag. He has a horrible history. He's a rude person. He's mean to Haley. Like, regardless of whether you think she's a good person or not, have you seen the way that he talks to her and the way that he treats her sometimes? Like, he's just downright disrespectful. He does not respect women. He just seems very ignorant to me. I don't know. He really pisses me off. And then, like, watching interviews of him as a kid, like, the ego is so loud. He's like a mini Kanye. Like, I feel like they would be friends, are they? They would be. Blunts are better than joints. I might just be saying this because the nicotine aspect, which is something I never failed to realize. Like, I would move out here... To Southern California and everyone smokes joints. So I was like, damn, like, I don't know. I miss a blunt here and there. Like I would like a wood. No one smokes them in my area. It's just strictly joints and glass. And so I was like, always reminiscent on it until one day I brought it up when I was home and I was like, I'm really craving a wood. And I think my friend was like, MK, it's because there's like nicotine in it. And then we were talking about like spliff and then like the leaf of a wrap. And I was like, just having a Jimmy Neutron brain blast moment where everything, all the synapses were firing. And I was like, damn, I really just am addicted to nicotine. Like, it's not even the fact that I like a blunt better. It's just I like the nicotine aspect better. Also, like, I would spliff so fucking many. Like, If you grew up, like, broke working minimum wage in high school, you know the struggle of not having enough weed and, like, everyone throwing in. God, it is such an interesting scene and, like, gutting it. Ugh, I could only roll, like, games. I could shittily roll a backwood. Cannot tell a lie, but back in my day, my ex used to try to teach me all the time, but he was always so, like, barred out. He did, The instructions were bad. Like, he would just throw a rap at me and be like, roll. Oh, fucking K, sir. Like, I was so young. God damn it. If I could go back in time, I'd slap the shit out of a bitch. I swear. I'd throw a car at a motherfucker. So the next one is monochrome outfits are sick if you wear them right. I I stand by this, okay? I was wearing like an all pink outfit to this 80s and Aspen themed party and it granted wasn't neon, but it was all the same color of like plum purple and it was really cute and it had like a little mint green accent. I keep looking at the goddamn viewfinder, but I think like honestly done correctly and maybe like just incorporating different colors subtly, it looks good. Like jewelry too. Like accessories can also help make an outfit. And most importantly, confidence. I knew this girl in high school who, I tell everyone the story, who used to wear these like really interesting outfits. Like I'm not saying that they were peak fashion, but they were definitely different. And every time she walked down the hallway, like everyone looked at her. Like they looked good. She looked good. And I asked her like, how do you even like think of what to wear? And she's like, half of it is literally just the way that you wear it. Like you can put something on and if you feel good in it and you feel comfortable like going out in it and you show that, then like people, they buy it, you know, like it, it works. And that really changed my mind on the way that I view what I wear. Recently, my outfits have been kind of, but it's because the rain, like it's literally fucking pissing sideways rain here. Like, It stopped a little bit, but it was bad, like, probably 10 minutes ago. Another one is Instagram story likes are fucking stupid. Like, I hate them. I hate them. I think they're pointless. I think that it's just, like, it's added a whole new level to the situationship shit. I swear to God. And your sneaky links, I do not like it. It's, like, given a weird amount of power and, like, just responsibility. I do not like to like other people's Instagram stories unless it's a meme. But I also wish I had them on every app. Like, that's the thing that I end up like Snapchat stories. I wish I could like someone's Snapchat story or I don't know, like TikTok. Oh, no, you can like a TikTok. I, I think it's just Snapchat. I was trying to think about that earlier. I was like, what other app am I applying that to? Big ass. Another one is I don't watch the news anymore because I'm a communications major. And something that we learned about is like how inherently corrupt the news is right now that, and like I learned about that in like my philosophy classes and even in my psychology classes, like it's become more of an entertainment aspect and like actually non-fictional and like informative, it's become something that's just not reliable or trustworthy. And it's applying to either side of a situation. It's biased. It's become more biased than ever before. And it's fear mongering. And I really do not like watching the news. Like I would like to know about world events. I would like to know about current events, but it's like, you do not have to add the whole fear aspect to it. You know what I'm saying? And I get it. It's the shock factor and it's to wake some people up to like, what's going on. But I don't know, journalism, investigative journalism, things have kind of changed in the last couple of years. And that's like been part of the trends in the media patterns studied. Like just, there's so much information on how much the news has changed that it's just, there's no factual basis to support some of the things that they're saying that it's, I, I can't even listen to it anymore. I just like, it makes me sick, not like sick, but it's just like, what the fuck is the point? Like, I don't know. I don't know. So I try to get it from reliable sources, whether it's just hard. Like, where do you find a reliable internet news source? You know what I'm saying? Like I normally look on Twitter or TikTok because I feel like that's a personal account of an event or, you know, like things will show up. But even then that's biased because it's the algorithm and not to get like, I'm not even trying to enter the political sphere of it all, but it's just like, that's also an aspect that contributes to it. It's insane. Like everything is fucking crazy. I don't know. I watched a core core video about like how the internet is ruining us. And it really freaked me out the other night. It was too big. Snacks over full meals. I'm a snack girly till I die. Okay. I will literally order apps before anything in the world. I'm an app girly, a snack girly, a trail mix girly, really been on a trail mix kick lately. Love a jar of peanut butter. I just like do not eat normally. <laughs> I think it's. I also eat like a child. Like why am I thinking about like ants on a log right now? Like that sounds so good. I really want it. Or like just peanut butter on a rice cake That's an eating disorder thing. That's an eating disorder thing. Also the nuts thing. Like I'm literally becoming my mom. I'm literally becoming my mom. That is so freaky. I don't even want to think about that. But let's talk about something not scary about that sort of topic. Taco Bell is fucking addictive. Not kidding. That is the one thing that has pulled me out of my ED. (laughs) Let me say that. Shout out Taco Bell. Heal my ED. Sponsor me. Let's collab. That'd be crazy. Like look bong. I really need to start talking about that more because they... I feel like they'd eat, they'd eat that up. No pun intended. But it's I, <laughs> I was talking to my roommates about it when I was drunk one time because every time I drink, I want Taco Bell. I think it's like a there's some weird association I've created in my brain similar to the Pavlov dog thing. I think I accidentally Pavlov dog myself. I've gotten so good at it; it just accidentally incorporates its way into my life every day. That's the worst thing I've ever picked up from an ex boyfriend. But yeah, I I started Googling. Is Taco Bell addictive? Because I was trying to explain to my roommates that there's no way it's not chemically addictive. Like I think about it often. And so I'm deep in this Reddit thread about how this guy tried Taco Bell for the first time and he can't stop thinking about it 48 hours later. It's like real, real for that. Why am I on Reddit? You may ask. Don't. So then, just kidding. I use it to look up information about bringing weed through the airport and I've been on it ever since. There's a lot of weed stuff on there. So, the next one is I don't expect my friends to side with me in every argument, but this is totally situational because there's been some people that have done me so fucking dirty. But there's only well, there's been an instance, let me explain two different ones. One of them, it was so foul and she wasn't really close with my friends, but I did bring her into my friend group when they weren't they had some hesitations, and they liked her, they had a good they had a good time. It was fun, but she continued to try to talk to them after she did me really dirty and my closest friends, I didn't ask them to but they just know that it would really fucking upset me. And some of them did like in front of me, like talk to her when I was really drunk and I did freak the fuck out because it's just, there's not a lot of people I draw that line for and she's one of them. So there's definitely people who've like to the extreme fucked me over that like, I just don't want my friends around because not only am I possessive in that way, but I just don't want them getting hurt. Like that would really hurt me to know that I introduce them to someone who's like that fucking evil of a person who genuinely does not care about anyone but themselves, like scary. And that's like the only reason that I've done that. Like I've had bad friendships end that were mutual friends with all of my friends. And we go to the same party still. And I'd be like, I don't care. Like I'm going to be cordial. I'm not out here to cause drama and make a scene. Like what's done is done. What's said has been said. And there's no taking anything back. There's no reconciling, but there's being civil and like not being trashy about, you know, disliking each other. Like you can play nice. So that's worked out to my advantage in some situations, not so much in others. Some people still try to make my friends pick sides, which ends up working to my advantage because I don't really give a fuck. Like I don't care who you're friends with. As long as at the end of the day, like if I need you to have my back in a situation, you're going to be there. Like it doesn't matter. That situation, that's a door closed for me. You can keep it open. It doesn't affect my life. You know, as long as you don't, and they know not to talk about me and, like, run their mouths about me. Like, that's not really... And I don't really care if that other person knows what's going on. It just doesn't really bother me. You know, if they're going to that length to find shit out about me, that's more concerning on their part. Another one I put was day drinking sucks. Sucks so bad. Literally hate it. Like, I will jump at any opportunity to, to participate in a day drinking. Also, dirty not danger. Go fuck yourself. From the East Coast, it's dirty. Okay? Okay learn it, live it, love it. So I just love to day drink, but I also hate it, hate it to love it, love it to hate it. If that makes any sense at all. It's just like, why do I want to be asleep at 5 PM? I don't, I was telling my mom the other day, I'm like, how do people rally? You know, like when they just go from like day drinking to just like continuing to stay out. And she's a former, you know, alcoholic, she's in recovery. And so she's like cocaine. I'm like, ah, forgot you did that. My bad. But you know, I I'm personally am coming home taking a nap and going the fuck to bed because I will start crying if I have to stay up drinking all day. Like it just drinking all day does not work out for me unless I'm in Vegas. Because they're pumping heavy levels of oxygen through me and I'm just like floating, you know what I'm saying? Anywhere else, not okay. I'll crash and burn. I need to eat, I need to sleep. I'm like a baby. Like I just ugh. I'm not a big like drink all day type person. I can. I can. There's don't get me wrong. There's been times, situationally. <laughs> but other than that, I really fucking hate it. Like I just think it's so... I can feel hungover when I'm talking about it. You know what I mean? Like I feel like the hangovers hit worse when you're day drinking too because it starts like 8 p.m. and it lasts into the next day. Another one that's kind of a hot take is that you don't have to go to college to get a job, to get a good job. And I think that This is something that people are like, well, everything's rapidly expanding and a lot of places want you to have a college degree. True. But I think depending on your field, it might not matter. You know, like I think a lot of people who are meant to be entrepreneurs don't need to go to school. Like I have a lot of friends who dropped out of school to market themselves and to start their own brand and build their own business. And that might just be like a Southern California thing. But I also know people back home, like back in my blue collar roots, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people who go to like take over their parents' business. And that works out for them. And they make money in that because we fucking need electricians. Did you see my meme that I posted on my story not too long ago? Stop being a DJ. Men, stop DJing. We need electricians. Like, whatever. Whatever. So it just doesn't really make sense. I feel like some people just genuinely can thrive on it. And I think that might be partially due to where I came from, where like a lot of people didn't go to school, didn't go to college. But I feel like a lot of my friends back home are doing pretty well for themselves who didn't go to school. So that's just my outtake. My brother also went to technical school. My older brother, I kind of talked about that in my last episode. He did go to college, but he just like failed out. And so he ends up going to technical school and got higher scores than his professor on every test he took and every certification test. I mean, that's sort of, I don't really know a fuck about it. Like I could not tell you anything. Another thing that I wanted to talk about was rich people who were poor first are my favorite type of rich people because they're at least humble, they're giving, and they're like a lot more friendly about it. I mean, yes, do they still act like they have a 10-foot pole up their ass because like money, they almost have the scarcity mindset still about money in that way. Sure. But I feel like people who have truly experienced like poverty or, you know, like working class or middle class, even like, you know, 2008, like not a good time for anyone. I just feel like, To go from that level, like and remember where you came from. Because again, there are some people who get rich and forget where they came from and just act like complete jerk offs, Nimrods, if you will. And that's, there's nothing more annoying than that. Like, there's something so admirable in being humble and remembering your roots and staying connected to who you are. Because I think that the internet changes people, fame obviously changes people. Look at the child stars, like, poor fucking. Amanda Bynes just got held on a psychiatric hold because she's not okay. People who get forced into that limelight too early, like you have to be some level of mentally prepared to like deal with what comes with that. Look at Emma Chamberlain. Like so many people have had to go through so much shit to be where they are, to be in the celebrity position. I think people just forget celebrities are like people. A lot of them started from nothing, like quite literally nothing. Just like you and me, probably sitting at a fucking Ikea desk The monster plant they stole from a college dorm. Ring light, LED lights hanging up. You know, humble beginnings. I don't think I'll ever. Even now, this isn't like humble to me. Like this is like fucking shangri-la. Like, bitch, I grew up in like a fucking suburban-ass farmy area, middle of nowhere, more cows than people. Our geotag on Snapchat is cow print. Like, no one. That that's a rumor that there's more cows than people. That's a bit overdramatic, but it's just like to be here and to have the opportunities that I do now is. I'm so fucking grateful. Like, I'm so grateful. I have so much more than other people. To come from where I came from, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget the people I met there because they even helped shape me to be who I am today. Yeah, I don't think I'd trade how I grew up for the world. Humble beginnings are so underrated. We love a started from the bottom, now we hear type arc. It's, you like to root for the underdog. But on that note, money causes way more fucking problems than it solves. Like, coming from someone so While my family is not personally wealthy, we do have extended family that is wealthy. And that, you know, I'm grateful for them too, because they've helped us out in some really hard times. But at the same time, it's really exposed to me how greed comes into play. And this is traditionally with older money, I've noticed a lot. Like old money rich is just they act like it's gonna go somewhere. Like it's gonna like get up, disappear, run away. Someone's gonna sue them for everything. Like Old money is scary in that sense. Like, it's just very, I don't even know how to explain it. It's very like, it's its own culture of people in a way. I don't know why I just got so derailed. I think I need a bowl. But yeah, I feel like rich people just tend to become so out of touch with the rest of the world that they forget like what it's like to live, especially if you were born into it, you you don't know. You don't know. And that's why I think there's been, like, my older sister was born into it. I wasn't. She's my half-sister. So I feel like from kind of observing her life, I feel for her because it's, you know, I never thought rich kids could be that fucked up. I never really thought that. When you come from nothing, you're like, rich kids have it made. Like, money does solve everything. Like, just buy me something new. Buy my love. Like, I wish my parents did that growing up. Throwback from the spider fell in my fucking head. I'm, like, traumatized now. It's going to be on the like, It would be on a plant too. And I'm sitting right next to one. I'm going to shit myself if it's a spider, but I'm, no, I have the ick. I have the ick. You ever think about that? Don't, don't, don't. Uh, Anyways, when you grow up in that, it's hard to see the other perspective of things. And then I think a lot of it becomes centered around greed because, you know, it's called an inheritance and you think like an inheritance is so simple, but it's like trust funds and bonds and savings and Then there's like every single family it has to get divided among and grandchildren and children and God, it's like just a long trickle down fucking theory. And it's just insane. Like, I think it's just, it's hoarded in a way. Old money hoards it because they're worried it's going to run out. And a lot of old money, rich, they don't work. They don't have jobs ever. Wish I lived like that. Like imagine disposable income and never having to have a job. Like my unemployed friend on a Tuesday afternoon would hit so hard be like fucking paragliding right now, bitch, like getting my pilot's license, but they don't do that. You know what I mean? Like they don't do that either. They just like kind of sit with it. And I'm like, why? Like, what is the point of that? I would never want to sit on money. I would just fucking blow it. (laughs) That's the difference between me and British people is I don't really give a fuck. I would literally, it's out. Like me literally, money's just out the window. Although I have seen some ways in which it's wasteful. I would donate a fuck ton of money if I ever got super loaded. Like, wh- again, why do you need that? My mom always used to say, you should always make sure someone gets their first home before they get their second. Before you get your second. God, do I really need another bowl right now? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm at you, you guys. I'm thinking there's a fucking spider on me. Okay, see one, send one. Cheers. Oh my God, I just cheers it with the microphone accent. Damn, I look good in my fucking... Mac camera right now, if I do say so myself. A ring light and a Mac camera is not a bad combo. Okay, here we go. Clean bong rips are not it. Oh my god. (coughs) God Goddamn. What's that fucking? Oh my god. No way. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? Holy shit. I like feel that in my lungs. Like burns. God, I'm never cleaning my bong again. Eh. Peter. <laughs> Peter. Loki. Let me, let me. Want to hear my lowest impression? <laughs> Should have started with that. Now I'm really baked. Okay. The next one. Oh, this one's a good one. And this is a good theory. This is a theory I've had for a long time. Music has not been good since 2016 to 2018. You can fight me on this all you want. I used to go to concerts a lot more when I was younger, and I think that's part of it. But like Kendrick Lamar live in 2017. Did I have alcohol poisoning? Yes. Was it the best concert of my life? Yes. Such a good live performer. Migos sucked. sucked. RIP, but like literally weren't good. One of them got into a car accident right before. I don't remember. They came on so late. I was so drunk and high by the time they came on. Wiz Khalifa was really good. I think I saw Wiz Khalifa. I don't really remember. I was high for that one too. Yeah, I didn't really drink much after the Kendrick Lamar incident at these events because terror. I saw Juice World before he died. RIP. Damn. I've seen a lot. Wow. Put that into perspective. That's not a good omen. The Nobody Safe Tour, I think, was in 2016 or 2017. That one was good. Chance the Rapper, really good live. Saw a lot of rappers in their peak. And Chance the Rapper was still doing drugs back then. Loki, now he's, like, biblical as hell, right? Like, I don't know how I feel about all that. Like, good for you, but can you make music about hating the world again? Because, like, I don't really like the optimism. I'm not really fucking with it. Can we, like, say we hate everything again? One of my favorite songs is I Hate Everything Action, Bronson, and The Alchemist. If you guys like songs to get mad to. That's a good one. But yeah, back then my favorite songs were Chill Bill, Rob Stone. That song is so fucking good. What happened to music? What happened to music? And then also, what was the other one that I really liked? Fuck, I can't even remember the name of it. Broccoli. Broccoli was really big. Chancellor Rapper was better though back then, I will say. Frank Ocean, that was way earlier. I started listening to Frank Ocean when I was like depressed in middle school. Strawberry Swing, his Coldplay cover. Yo, if you know that song, I like Let's Get Married. So then another one that I wrote was Disney Sucks, Disneyland and World. Well, I like Disneyland better and I'm near that. But like at the same time, fuck it. Because no. Like why would I want – no. I don't know. I don't like crowds. I'm very claustrophobic. That and I feel like they have the weird strict rules about like dress code and stuff that I don't really understand why. Like it's a fucking theme park. Relax. People literally spread fucking ashes there illegally and it's haunted as hell. Like I'm going to pop out my belly button in my midriff if I want to. I also just don't. I think I wore a crop top to Disney World. So like maybe it's just Disneyland, but strange. Like I don't know. I don't really understand that part. I do like the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Caribbean. What fucking way do you say it? I think it's Caribbean for the movie, but it's Caribbean in actuality. I think there's a lot of weird. I don't know. You know, they closed Splash Mountain, was it? That's fucked. I didn't know the history behind it. Good thing. I'm glad they did. I'm trying to think of like another thing that I don't like about Disney. I feel like the crowds suck. The lines are long. I'm not paying for a fucking fast pass. I know some people at my school do. They have like the year round bullshit no thanks. I've gone there to get food several times, but I've never gone there to like actually go to Disney. I probably should do that before I graduate because that would be such a waste of like living near one of the biggest theme parks. Like why have I never done that? I've never been to Disney. I should just like play hooky one day. I also just think Disney adults are weird. They kind of scare me. No hate. Do you? Again, like I'm all for live and let live, but I will say I might raise an eyebrow just for a sec. Usually they're very nice people, just a little quirky. That's okay. I'm quirky too in my own ways, but it's like, it's a lot. It's a lot for me. It's not for everyone. It's just not for me. I'm not really a Disney adult girl. However, Disney on Ice, been several times. I saw High School Musical on Ice as a kid and the fucking guy that played, was his name like Chad? I don't know. Threw ice on me while I was fucking trying to fall asleep and I cried my little eyes out. Asshole. Jerk off. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like literally, fuck Disney. actually changed my stance. Fuck Disney on ice. Fuck all of you. I hate it. So then most companies that, (laughs) another hot take, most companies that you buy from are corrupt or owned by bigger corrupt companies. Let's talk about that because I was talking to my mom about how I feel so bad about buying my mascara because I've talked about my mascara journey so many times, but basically I used to do like a full face of Maybelline. And then when I made a makeup tutorial, I found out that they test on animals. I was like, fuck me. So naturally I changed pretty much everything. I found a new foundation, found a new powder. I literally think I was using contour from them. Like eye stuff, I threw everything out. And I think even like eyeliner, you guys, like it was bad. And so I started looking for new ones and I used The problem that I really had was finding a new mascara. That was what really fucked me over. And so I couldn't. Like, I just couldn't find a mascara that I liked that made my lashes look as long and beautiful as they do right now. And for the last year and a half, my goal was to find a vegan cruelty-free mascara that I liked. Didn't find one. Went off everyone's recommendations tried a lot of them, like probably well over 25 different mascaras. I'm not going to lie. If you've been here for that journey, shout out to you, but it's been a long one. And I just never found one that I liked. Like I always tried them. I got them in my ipsy bags. Every time I could select, select, moment of silence. Every time I could select a mascara, I would. Why did I just say it? Mascara. Mascara. And so I was like, all right, I'll try it. Never worked out. A lot of them also that were good would like just rub off early. Like I need something that's going to last through like possibly a bender. None of them did it for me. So I was like, all right, well now what? And I was looking back at old pictures of my lashes like a couple, probably a month ago. And I was like, what's different? Like what has changed about my lashes since then? And I, I think I have like a cat hair on my lip. I was like, I haven't been using the mascara. Like it's that mascara. It's the only thing that's different. I don't even use makeup wipes anymore because I know they're bad for your face. And I always used to lose lashes. Now I only lose like one, but still it's not great. I mean, if you're using mascara, it's like bound to do that, I guess. So I got mascara again. I felt really guilty and shameful about it. But I was like, you know what? I was telling my mom about how I felt guilty about it. She was like, MK, do you know how many places are like inherently just corrupt? Like even the places that you think are like clean and natural and have no bad ties are usually owned by a bigger corrupt corporation behind the scenes. Like someone has stock in it somewhere. Like the whole world is just fucked. And I was like, you make a valid point. (laughs) That is a good point. Gemini, Jen, the Gemini. She's always right. Like she kind of makes me like I don't know. Sometimes I small picture it. Sometimes I big picture it. It really just depends on the issue. The what the hell? Am I having like a stroke? I was feeling tingling before and I was like, I'm just high as fuck. But now I'm like, am I having a stroke? I never even brought my vape over here. This is crazy. Whole hour. And I think I'm addicted to nicotine. It's a mindset, you motherfuckers. Maybe. Not really. Sometimes when I'm in the car when I was quitting nicotine, I would literally just like slide my hands between my thighs and I was like, Oh. It's not there. Okay. So another thing that I would, (laughs) that I wrote down was that I would be vegan, but I think it would make me unhealthy. Like I already have an iron deficiency and recovering from an ED, I think it would just make me thinner. Like that's like my issue and my worry is that if I cut out all forms of it, I know you can get it from plants, but I feel like I just wouldn't eat right. Like I'm a picky eater. Like I said, also, I don't like tofu. Someone has yet to make me good tofu, but I'm open to changing my mind, okay? It's just, like, I think Lizzo made a video the other day about how it's the texture. She made, like, eggs or something out of it. My mouth is so dry, sorry. And that coffee tastes, like, horrible. They made it so creamy today. It tastes like milk. Again, I, like, also don't drink milk substitutes because I feel like they're worse for you. I don't know. Something weird about, I just don't believe the government. Like you ever see that sound? It's 444 four, four right now. I just changed to four five, but I saw it beforehand. You know, like that sound on TikTok goes, the government is lying to you. The government is li- don't trust the government. Whatever. It's that like kid's voice with the piano in the background. Doo, doo, doo. You know, that has me rethinking some shit. Anyways. Yeah. I don't know. I don't trust it. It scares me. I'm scared of it. Scared by it. But is the government telling us to be vegan? I don't watch the news. I wouldn't know. So I do try to catch the highlights, but I don't catch the little shit like that because I feel like it's all just like a biased take on that information. I need to talk to a doctor, dietitian, holistic person, spiritual guide, psychic, someone, probably my therapist, maybe my mom. The next one is middle children have it fucking worst. The worst. And that's a middle child take for sure. Definitely a hot take, but I think that Personally, in my family, I feel like I sometimes feel like the oldest and in some ways, I don't know. I just feel like I have to take control or am deemed like the most responsible. Why? Look at what I'm doing right now on a fucking Tuesday, 4 p.m., literally just like chopping away my fucking thoughts, filming myself in the corner of my fucking room next to my Monstera plant thinking that there's a fucking spider on me because I'm so big. Yeah. I don't really know why that responsibility was placed on me. However, I do feel like middle children do become the scapegoat like more often than the other siblings in terms of familial trauma, which I talked about in my last episode, but it's kind of fucking annoying. Like, I feel like they just get scapegoated into this role of being like the bad kid or the one who's always troublesome or like always the most reckless. And Fun fact that pushes some people into being addicts. Not me. Fuck you. Don't look at me like that. Anyways, (laughs) me and nicotine. God, it's so bad. I really need to stop. What if I just like throw it away? I just don't want to look at it. I clean my piece. Like I should probably just stop. We should try taking. I'm not going to take a green bowl. I'm already so faded. I don't even think I could take another. So the last one is not everyone could be TikTok famous. This is a hot take because I feel like, yes, if you post to a certain degree, sure. But I think there's like a certain level. It's not even the personality. It's the level of consistency that you have to reach. Like you have to be so constant, so engaged, so aware of trends. It's like mentally crippling. Like I feel like you have to be either on antidepressants already or I don't know, like Paying someone, I just like how do you do it? I feel like my brain has turned into literal mush, like just mashed potatoes up there. Nothing else going on. Could that be the jazz cabbage in part? Yeah, like how many rips was that? I'm supposed to be counting for therapy. I'm gonna have to watch this shit back. She's gonna kill me. I'm gonna have to do this tonight. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like what even the fuck was I talking about? (laughs) I lost my train of thought. Yeah, I think that. It's how much effort you put into it. It's not even about like your personality. It's not about necessarily like your particular content that you choose as long as you stick to something and pursue it and like just let your drive go. And don't let any any obstacle phase you have seen some motherfuckers do. It. It's insane. Like some people really grind on this fucking platform. It's, it's wild. I don't know. I don't know if I can ever be like that. I try. But I also have mental health problems and I'm unmedicated. And I just sesh a lot. So I just end up like sitting in the corner, like staring at the wall for like 30 minutes. I could, I'm not going to lie. Like some people are, like watch paint dry. I could do that. I actually would find that probably kind of soothing if it, depending on how fast it dried. I can't sit still really either because my anxiety said so probably sit there like picky at my skin. Look at me right now. Like I'm, oh, oh. It's the bakes too. It just makes it worse. So yeah, that's my whole fucking theories for today. My conspiracy, MK, MK conspiracy theories, MK, M conspiracy. That's, that didn't sound good. So that's all for today, folks. That should, that's just showbiz, baby. I'm high as fuck. I need to go like lay down. <laughs> I'm like take a nap. The rain is throwing me off. I like need to eat. I had some hash browns today, but I didn't really eat anything else. I really need a snack snack hour, but thanks for listening. Make sure you follow my socials. My Instagram is marykate.willis. My Snapchat is maryjnotkate. My TikToks are mk9unit, v 2 and cryptic and unhinged. And my YouTube is maryjnotkate, where this will be up. Thanks for joining. And if I looked at the viewfinder too much, sorry if you're watching this on YouTube and I'll see you next time. Okay. Bye.